All right, good afternoon. It is the 14th of January. We're back with uh, Mikey B and the Funky Bunch. We got uh, TK here, Trev, and we got uh, Chaz. Yo, yo, yo. Um, we're going to do Woo-hoo. some... some <laughs> We're gonna do some flyers post game. Um, we're gonna try to do all this stuff the the following day because of our all of our work schedules. But we wanted to talk about the uh, the Sixers just real quick. If uh, Trev, you saw you saw what happened, right? Yeah, of course I did. So when we were doing our podcast yesterday on the Sixers, we were talking about what if Ben Simmons, Tobias, you know, Maxi or or Matisse got got traded. Um, so it looks like the Brooklyn Nets acquired. James Harden, that's going to be pretty cool. Not for the Sixers, but um, yeah, that's going to change the way the Sixers. Um, I, I got to imagine the Nets are going to be the, the team to beat for the East. I don't know where Kyrie is. Like, I, I keep trying to find more information on what's going on. Like, hey, Stephen A. Smith said he should retire. So, I, is he going to pull a Tupac? I, I don't know, man. No. Your guess is as good as mine. This dude's just MIA. Um, as if he's not in the lineup, that's be- better off yet. But so would you say that there's an up and coming star in Mexico playing basketball? Who? I don't know. Chaz, if you're trying to be really <laughs> funny here, it's just not was, working. Uh, to be honest, I you tried. That. You tried to blend that with Tupac going into Kyrie leaving to Mexico, but I just <laughs> not, don't think not that's gonna working. Lie. I blanked on his name while I was trying to think about like to reverse his name around. <laughs> I remember in like the twenty eighteen finals when LeBron was carrying those those nobodies around, and it said the Cleveland Cavaliers acquired acquired um, Russell Westbrook <laughs> in a in a trade or in a, in a sign, and um, but yeah, that that's gonna be crazy for the for the Sixers because. Imagine rolling out with that lineup of Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. I there's no shot. Like, I don't think the Sixers got a chance to beat that lineup. They don't I, have any, they don't have depth depth really. No, and, and so if you can like, you know, control you know control the fire on that a little bit, then you might be all right. But I I, I think that's just too many. That's just too much firepower, too much ability that. Um, it makes me makes me wonder if the Sixers are going to make a, a splash for for a trade, um, unless they think that this super team's only going to be around for a year, um, which I can't imagine. That's the you know they when they signed when Kyrie and KD signed in Brooklyn. I'm sure they wanted to do at least two or three seasons to see how see how it plays out. But yeah, that's that's gonna be wild. That is I don't even know the East is in trouble, and I I think the the league's in trouble. Um, just one more thing before we go into the Flyers. It's if you remember the um, I forget what season it was. It was in the late two thousands, early two thousand tens. Remember when Kobe Bryant, right? They tried to trade for Chris Paul. Yeah, and the league shut it. And down. the league shut it down. We're not ten years removed from that, and it, it, just look at these teams. <laughs> like you, you blocked Kobe Bryant, Chris Paul. But you're gonna let KD, Kyrie, and um, and James Harden be on one one super team. So the it's it's almost it's almost like the um the Oklahoma City Thunder back in the day. Remember when that they rode out with the Russell, um, KD, and James Harden lineup. Baca was the Abaca, yeah Kendrick Perkins when he was good. I think uh-huh. on that team. How that team never won, I don't know. But they were too young. Yeah. Um, all right, but let's go into the um, Flyers post game. Uh, Flyers come out strong. 
Win uh, six three in regulation. They uh, the records one and zero. Good way to open up the season. Um, what are Trav? What are some of your quick thoughts on on the game before we go into like in depth? Um, offense looks phenomenal. Uh, defense doesn't look bad either. I mean, even if your defensive guys aren't putting up points, they're still out there shutting the other guys down. I mean, yeah, they did score three goals, but there were some pretty fluky goals. And nothing on heart. But, yeah, they look like a good team otherwise. Chaz, what are your first impressions of the of the Flyers? Um, I liked it. They came out strong. I mean, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, from what I noticed, they came out. They played strong. They finished very good. There were some times where it was tied up and a bit nerve-wracking. But at the third period, really, is what made me say that they finished good and they – they played strong. Yeah, I, I think they kept pressure. And um, the the one thing I noticed that two of their goals came within the last 90 seconds of the period. Um, that's a good sign, I think, for a club that, you know, you're playing 20 periods of hockey and you're not um, you're not basically going, you know, last two or three minutes. We're just trying to get it out of the period. I like how aggressive they were. The power play came out strong because that has been yes. the weak point of the Flyers for a long time. They have all the talent in the world, but they couldn't strain it together in the past couple seasons. So that that's encouraging. That that's going to be important come you know the duration of this of the uh, of the season. So let's go over it first. First period, Mark Jankowski scores. Not much heart probably could have done about that. Uh, um, I when I when I saw that I was just like oh boy like you know they scored five minutes into the period. The Penguins was, have always had the Flyers number. Mm-hmm. It it's a the, it's a one hundred percent rival game, um, but then the Flyers respond back with JVR on the power play, and I just like the intensity of it. Um, it's good to see JVR in front of the net again, getting those chances. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. The assist came from uh, Gustafson and Farabee. And then right back later in the period, a couple minutes later, Nolan Patrick puts in a power play goal. Farabee and uh, Gustafson again. Another tip. Uh huh. Both tips, both by Gustafson's shot, too. Yep, that was with eight seconds left. And what I liked about that is when you get a power play so late in the period, you kind of want to get the fresh ice for the last minute or yeah. so. But I really did enjoy um, seeing how how aggressive they were to like the last whistle Nolan Patrick it's good to have him back it's good to be him this was a great game for him he hasn't played in what 600 some days yeah, two full seasons it's been a while. so second overall pick uh, people have been trying to you know write him off so that's that's a really really good sign that that he's back Farabee man what what a game what a fucking yeah. game that's that um, he's gonna be he's gonna be special. He can't even drink yet, and he's putting up four points in an NHL game. <laughs> Second period rolls around. Sid hits that fluke. Carter's got to you know he's got to protect that puck. It, thank God it didn't kill him in the end. But you got to protect that puck. They, there's no excuse for it. He, I would like to say he's young and still learning, but. Uh, you expect more, right? You, yeah, you expect more. Hopefully, that's just first game. Thought he had to play. I mean, Sid's hand-eye coordination on that was 
incredible always, too. She's always been like that. I mean, it happens. Yeah, I'm not worried about it at all. It, it's weird to see an unassisted power play goal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that is kind of crazy to see. Flyers respond later on in that period. Farabee assisted by Kevin Hayes. Um, Tanev comes back in the third period early to tie it up at three, and then the Flyers a steamroll from there with uh, goals by Raffle, Konechny, and Hayes. Giroux, Farabee, Limblom, Coots, Law, and all have, have helpers on that. But overall, I think it was a really good game for the Flyers. You start off 1-0. Every game matters. Did uh, Chaz, did they meet your expectations, or what do you, what do you think they could do better? What do you, what do you think? What, what's your first all, overall message of the team? Um, I feel like it's still a little bit too early to tell because – it's the first game, so you can't really knock them because it's the first game coming back after a break. So, for me right now, it's a little bit too early to tell just yet. But um, probably if we get like three or four, three or four games in, is when I'll be able to like tell you how I feel about like yeah. what they need to work on. Or Trev, what are your what do you how do you how do you feel about this? Uh, they're fine. I mean, they played as I expect them to. I mean. They'll play better and they'll play worse. It happens. Just go along with the season. Yeah, I, I think that when you're talking about a 56-game season, like I said, every game every game matters. Yeah. So you don't want to get yourself into a hole and start off 0-1, then 0-2, 1-2, and then you wind up 2-5. and There's just only a certain amount of games that – you can you can rally back from and thank thankfully the NHL was pretty forgiven with the overtime loss. Even if you lose, you can get a point in this league. So, I really like the line combinations of the game. They everything just seemed to sink and flow pretty well together. There wasn't Carter looked sharp, um, minus that one fluke. I think he'll I think he'll be fine. The the one the one thing I did it. Like to see at the at the end of the game, the Flyers only had um eight giveaways in sixty minutes. That's not that's not terrible. So they weren't shooting themselves in the foot a lot, which is which is what you expect. Now th- this is a veteran team, and I know yesterday we talked about the same thing as the you know Pittsburgh Penguins, but they had a lot of mental mistakes. They were letting they were letting people in front of the net. No no stick on stick action. It just the Penguins did not seem ready to play. The netminder did not look like he was ready to play. A couple random tip-ins. But overall, this was a team win. And I'm excited to see what, what comes in store because the Flyers play next, or they play Friday, right? Mm-hmm. They play Friday, and they're, they're, they're playing Pittsburgh again. So... 7 o'clock. Yeah, seven, 7 o'clock. I mean... Not to get away from you, but looking at it right now, I'm looking at the stats, and they uh, they only lost a few of the stats. The shots they lost, shots on goal they lost, 34-25. Um, hits they won, face-offs they won, face-off win percentages they won. Um, power play opportunities were equal, they both had three. Power play goals, they beat the Penguins, won the two on. Just all around on their stats, they they were looked like they've been out playing the Penguins that game. Yeah, and and I think what what's been holding the Flyers back a lot is the power play units, and because there's so much talent on that team, there's so many goal scorers, there's so many playmakers on that 
that it's kind of crazy that they couldn't string it together the past couple seasons. The I really was impressed, obviously by by Joel Farabee, but look, just looking at some of the um, the roster, like Knack, it seems like to be he's at the right place at the right time. Scotty Lawton, you know, is another, your fourth line is contributing. So, if your top line, because there are a lot of good top lines in the NHL, there's a lot of them. There's not a lot of great third and fourth lines, and I think that's what's going to separate the Flyers later on in the season. When you're 20, 25 games in, you're banged up and bruised, and your your third, fourth line averaging 15, 16 minutes a game, you know, they can step up and, and move into these roles. So that is an encouraging aspect to the Flyers that we've already talked about yesterday in our preview for the season. Is this how deep this team can be? So my question for you, Chaz, is one Flyers are one and zero. We talked about yesterday about how when you're playing back to back games against the same team, it's a lot of splits. Mm-hmm. I think the Flyers need to go out and win this one too yeah, to send a message. And two, I think they need to send the messages and like not bury it in the third, but maybe bury it in the second. Mm-hmm. But like. Let them know, like, let the Penguins know the game's over early. Like, you know what I mean by that? Like, put yourself up to a point where, like, the Penguins are, like, kind of taking it as they lost again. Yeah. Which there really isn't – It you can't tell when you – like, you don't know if you lost or won until the third period ends. But you know what I mean by that? Like, they just go out and play a lot lot harder. They, they um, set the tone kind of. Yeah, and I want them to set the tone right when that puck drops. Let them know whose game it is. Yeah, I, I think the Flyers have enough firepower to battle in these games. Mm-hmm. So, Trev, are you defensively? Did you th- Flyers? Do you think they played well defensively? Uh, kind of. I mean, Chaz went over. I think they got outshot. So obviously mm-hmm. not. And the Penguins had more takeaways. It's. I mean, it fucking happens. I'm not upset, but they could do better. Yeah, I, I'm looking for some more block shots, um, a little less um, two-on-ones. And I feel like when you're an aggressive team, you kind of put yourself in a position to get these random two-on-ones. So will it work against Pittsburgh? Yeah, I, I think so. They're, that that team just does not – minus Sid because he's just been the Flyers killer for so long – the, it it really could have been a six two six one type of game. It really could have. There's not much heart could have done. It was just those random two on one opportunities that you know took him post to post. The only one that I feel like he had the control of, in control of that that goal was the one that Sidney Crosby had. Yeah, unassisted. And and but, I think Travis right. I I think it's important not to overreact to that. Yeah, he's a young goalie. They're gonna make mistakes. He now knows not to do that. Yeah, or I'm, at least do. Do it better. Yeah, the, I'm just looking. You know, the with, with 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 what what lines got put out. So Claudery led the Flyers and with 28 shifts. That's no shock there. And uh, Kevin Hayes with Coots, um, but just trailed him by two shifts. So we know the starting line combinations, but it looks like Elaine Vigneault is gonna you know mix and match people with you know certain match matchups that he likes to see. So I kind of. Really enjoy 
seeing those combinations go. We're not locked into we're going to play line one, line two. It's the in-game adjustments that I that I really do looking forward. That is something to be encouraged by because a lot of teams just don't have this depth to mix and match people, you know. So looking forward, Flyers play Friday. I want them to get a win. I really, I really, really do. I think it's important to send a message to Pittsburgh right now. Like, this has been your league the last 10 years, but this is the Flyers league now. Yeah. You don't want to split with them. If it, if it happens, it, it happens. But I think there was enough on the ice last night to be like, okay, the Flyers are just operating on all cylinders. And if you take away just one or two little minor things, this was a blowout. This was... The I think Pittsburgh kind of once once the Flyers ice hits the skate, it, it looked like Pittsburgh was kind of um, in control of that game. But the Flyers battled, like I said, to the last second of the period, and that's what's going to win you these games. That's what's going to keep you. And I really like what you said, Chaz, is that you don't want to get into a gunslinging battle every, you know, yes. every game. You want to set tone early and let them know the game's over. You're in control of it, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean like take your foot off the gas pedal because like going off to a different sport but like Penn State I feel like they get up and the coach tells them to take their foot off the gas pedal and then the next team just the team they're playing just fires back and it always ends up into a gun battle like a going back and forth so I feel like they need to set the tone get up on the board high before like the third period and just keep pushing don't let off don't yeah don't let off the gas pedal and yeah, I want the expectation should really be score first, you you win. You know, this like you said, keep the gas on. You don't cuz a lot of these teams in our division are going to they'll punish you if you if you take your foot off the gas. So Yeah, you go up big and then just Who's the next the series we have against? Is it Buffalo? No, I think it's the Capitals. It's the Capitals. I'm not sure though. So uh-huh. We got two against the Capitals after. I'm not positive, but I, Thursday we play. It might be Buffalo now. I don't know, but it doesn't matter really, because they could go out there and just shit the bed like they have before, or they could go out there and just kill everything like they've done before. The next series is Buffalo. Is Buffalo okay? Monday and Tuesday, the 18th and the 19th. Those are Buffalo is a winnable. Small series there. That's a winnable 2-0. That's a team that you expect the Flyers to, you know, go out and take care of business early. That's a, that's a young team. Whether or not the Taylor Hall-Jack Eichel line is is, is going to produce, I, I, I just think that Buffalo is just not ready. It, it kind of sucks that they're in that this division because <laughs> um, I, I, I see them being at the, at the, in the basement. At least they might get 50, 50, 60 points, but no, nothing nothing that would be giving me the inclination that they're going to compete for anything. But if you go start the season 4-0, almost like game to game, you're on top of your division. You're, you're making people chase you. So that kind of affects the game plan for these other teams of we need to get points here, like quick. You go down, you start the you start the – your season five and five, there's going to be three or four teams. You're going to be six and two, six and three. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to get into yourself outside looking in. And I think for the Flyers sake, that's not going to be the case. There's enough that I saw last night. That is, 
they got the the early season. They got their their skates on the ice. So I I, I was really encouraged by what I saw last night. Do you have any uh, Trev? Do you have any closing comments? Mm, not really. I mean, like too early to tell. Yeah. So it's, really can't tell. I mean, last besides the closing comments for last night is they look good. I mean, you never know from here on out. But besides mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's it's fine. Time will tell. Yeah. What about you, Chaz? Any closing thoughts? Same thing. Just. Time will tell. Hopefully they win the next game like like we plan on it, and that's pretty much it. Can't really correct anything until you see something, and I didn't see anything that game. Yeah. Like, well, it's like, too uh, early. It is too yeah. early. It's too early to give, like, even a midseason prediction. Um, we'll, we'll just do for, for the next podcast coming up with the Flyers because I know that Flyers are, are a big ticket item for us that we – that we all watch, that we all want to follow. So for the for the sake of podcast purposes, we're gonna do we're gonna do like a post game preview for the next game. Um we we just wanna we wanna be there for the ride too, because this is this is the best Philly sports team we got. The best chance. So I, I I'm encouraged by what I saw. The three star the stars of the game, Farabee, obviously number one, four points. Kevin Hayes put a, a goal up and a helper. Firing on all cylinders. So, um, I guess at this point, we just want to give a shout out to the sponsor of Anchor. Um, this soft—that's the software that we're using. And if you've been following us, you know that we've been using Anchor as our main source of podcasts and software that that we use to communicate with you guys. It's free. It's really easy to use. Where I sound like a broken record, but it, re- it really is a really um, easy software to use if you're just trying to get your foot in the door. Now our podcast has hit nine different streaming services. We made it to Apple, which is really cool, and our RSS feed is on there. So whenever you click on Anchor, whenever you click on Spotify, it's going to go right to our page. So if you get the chance, just like, subscribe, follow us, leave a review, um, hit up our Instagrams, hit up our, our Twitters. I'll post a link in the description for feedback. But uh, other than that, good win, and we'll we'll be in touch later in the week with a with a preview of the. Uh, I think we got some Sixers action tonight, right? Yeah, against the Miami Heat. Cool, another back to back. So we'll see how they go. We'll be in touch later this week. Have a good day, guys.